This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. I had a different podcast planned for today, but this topic has been coming up again and again, and I was guided to switch the topic because I know this is something that a lot of people are dealing with right now, especially as you might find that you are reconnecting more and more with yourself as you grow and shift and change that can shift relationships. It can change the way we want to show up, what we want to do. And so often what holds people up, what makes them hesitate is their fear of what other people think. So the question is, how do you really not give a shit? How do you not care? Now, obviously, this is a huge topic. I mean, people have written books about this, but... My guides have been talking to me about this topic a lot recently because I know it's coming up for so many people, including myself, and I wanted to do a podcast about it and really break it down. There are five main things that they have been bringing up, so I want to share that because I know that I know that the fear of what other people think can be really debilitating for people and it's time to bust out of that because it's so limiting. And FYI, obviously I will be swearing in this podcast, so I don't recommend listening to this with a little one around. You have been forewarned. Although I'm pretty sure my podcast says explicit, so we should be clear on that. Before I jump into this, I just want to remind you if you want to get access to the podcast episodes pre-released and without any advertisements, make sure you check out the Channel Collective. It is my monthly membership where you get access to Q&A calls, manifestation calls. If you join the VIP tier, there is monthly energy healing, and there are hundreds of video trainings on everything related to manifestation, intuition, brain rewiring, plus Ascension School is in there, which is a library of channeled messages from different ascended masters. You can learn from them yourself. There's just so much back there. It's everything you need to raise your frequency and tap into your magic. And I've gotten some questions about how much knowledge you need to have. You don't need to have any knowledge wherever you're at. Doesn't matter. If you are interested in learning about things like manifestation, intuition, if you're on a spiritual journey, then this is for you. We have such an incredible community of people in the channel collective. And whether or not you join the membership, definitely join the free private forum. It's a private forum, not on any social media platform where you can connect with other members of the community. It's a great place to meet like-minded people, people who truly get you, who you can be your true self with, great place to ask questions. And again, it's totally free forum. So I would love to see you there. You can learn more about the Channel Collective and sign up for that free private forum at christinathechannel.com slash membership. 
all of the information will be right there. And if you want to sign up for a future 70 high healing circle in the small group setting, so it's a small group and afterwards I give you individualized feedback. So it's really, really beautiful, powerful container. You can learn more about that and sign up for that at christinathechannel.com slash services. They usually book up well in advance. So if you are interested in signing up, I would do that sooner rather than later. Also, if you are on Clubhouse, I'm, I'm trying this out. Not, not sure how I feel about it yet, but the cool thing about Clubhouse is everything is live and I feel like it would be a really cool way to connect more with you guys so that I could jump on there, you can jump on there and we can have a conversation back and forth rather than you listening to the podcast and probably wanting to respond, say things and not being able to because it's a pre-recorded podcast. So if you are on Clubhouse, then follow me. My handle is just Christina Rice and I would love to connect with you on there. So, you know, it's a newer platform. It's still in beta. It has its bugs, but I'm I'm testing it out. We're going to see we're going to see how it goes. Okay. So, those are some of the housekeeping things, but let's let's talk more about how to not give a shit. And I want to share a little bit about my personal perspective with this and then I'll get into the five key steps I want to cover. And first I'll say it's not a bad thing to care, right? It's all in context. It's good to care. It's good to care about ourselves, about other people. But what I'm talking about is when you care so much about what other people think that it holds you back, that your self-worth becomes dependent on other people's validation. This topic comes up so often with my clients when they really want to pursue something, shift their life in some way, and they hold themselves back. They're afraid to post on social media. They're afraid to talk about things they like to talk about because they're so afraid of other people's judgment. And so that's what this is really about. Like, how do you really just not give a shit what other people think? And I think, you know, it's important to just before I get into this, put the disclaimer that I'm not advocating, not giving a shit about anyone else, only focusing on yourself. It's all an intention, right? So there are people who really don't give a shit and are not very nice people. It's definitely not what I'm an advocate for, but it is when you feel held back because you're afraid of judgment. You care so much about what other people think that it is paralyzing you. It is keeping you stuck. And when you're stuck, you feel like you're not really free to be the real version of you. That's the context I'm discussing this in. And I think there are different levels to this. I know in my life, there have been so many things I just didn't really give a shit what other people thought about. And then other areas where I did a lot more. I was a really outgoing, outspoken child. And just like to say what I thought and I didn't really care <laughs> what anyone else thought. I was very sassy. And then I got a little bit older and I experienced what I would consider to be bullying myself and then also witnessing a lot of that around me. And that was the time in my life when I got a lot quieter 
I really shut down my personality. I didn't talk as much. I tried to just stay quiet and not step on anyone's toes because I was I was nervous that people were going to bully me or judge me, say mean things. And you know how it is. That's just unfortunately how a lot of uh, kids are these days. And then I would say toward the end of high school, I kind of hit this point where I just didn't really give shit anymore. I just didn't give a shit. I was so ready to graduate. There was so much bullshit, so many mean people (laughs) just around. And I was just seeing what they were doing. And I'm like, I just didn't have the energy to try and impress anyone who was just a low frequency person. When I could see people being rude, being mean, being very shallow, I just did not care at that point what anyone thought. And I also felt like I'm going to graduate soon. Probably won't see most of these people ever again. And that was pretty freeing. And so that was kind of how I dipped back into not caring as much. And through that period previously, so much of why I cared what other people thought was because I didn't feel like I was loved. I didn't feel like I was loved. And I wanted people around me to like me because that was what I wanted. Obviously, I wasn't really conscious of that at the time. But looking back, that's really what it was. And when I was 17, 18, I really had people in my life who really loved me for me, who knew me for me. And when I felt that part of myself feel full, that is also what really allowed me to not really care about what other people thought because I felt that love. I I knew I was loved. And that's what most people really want deep down is to feel like, are people going to love me? Am I going to be loved? Am I lovable? If we're really being honest. Then I went to college and it was a weird mixture of feeling like I didn't really care what other people thought, but also that I felt like I needed to because I didn't know anyone and I wanted to make friends. And I was exhausted. I mean, at this time, actually, I had chronic mono and I think I was just also really mentally, emotionally exhausted from not being myself for so long, for so many years. But where the turning point really was for me was when I came down hard with my chronic illness after mono about halfway through college. I'm sure a lot of you know this whole story. I won't get too far in depth, but essentially what happened was I got really sick. My digestive system stopped working. My body was not absorbing any food and I was losing a ton of weight. It was really scary. I had to drop out of school for a little bit because I was going to see so many doctors. It was definitely a full-time job. And it was a really isolating time in my life. And what happened during that time was I lost so many people in my life and had so many people spreading rumors about me, sending photos of me. It was it was pretty intense. And I was so frustrated because every single day I felt like I was fighting for my life. I mean, quite literally, it was pretty serious. I had to go to the hospital regularly and get a lot of checkups. My my heart was really at risk. My organs started shutting down. And meanwhile, I'm trying to 
fight through this and figure out what's what's going on and going through all these weird <laughs> weird treatments and trying to see every doctor I could and all this and at the same time I'm 20 years old I lose a lot of my friends and not only lost them but there were just so many rumors being spread about me and it was at that time when I felt so isolated and really going through things that it's hard to describe a lot of things that I've never shared publicly. There were just so many things going on at that time that were really difficult. And when you're fighting for your life, it puts things in perspective when you're like, wow, I could have just died. Like things like that were happening. It made me really just not give a shit anymore. And it really put things into perspective for me. And when I started to heal finally after after some time I came back and I had a completely different perspective on friendships on the way I wanted to live my life on my life path I felt like my whole life before that was really wanting to be successful the way other people in my life viewed success I felt like I had so much pressure on me to have some big fancy traditional job follow a very traditional path all the way around and with friendships I realized I had spent so so long being a really good friend to other people and not having that reciprocated and I realized how much time I spent putting pressure on myself and studying and working at jobs I didn't like because it was good for my resume. It was going to set me up for the right job, getting ready for grad school, all that. But that's not even what I wanted. <laughs> that's not even what I wanted. But I was so worried what people would think if I, if I did what I really wanted to do. And so it was that, that period where I was really just pushed to the edge with my life where I was able to put things in perspective about how many things I had to be grateful for and why was I making my life hard when it didn't have to be that hard? Why was I spending so much time doing things I didn't like, but I thought I should do because other people praised me for it. They thought I was successful for it. I was getting this external validation in many ways, but it still wasn't filling me up. And it was just really that experience that fully, fully pushed me into feeling like I really just don't give a shit if people are going to judge me. I have to do what's best for me because what if something did happen to me tomorrow? I don't want to spend this lifetime feeling like the whole thing. I was living for someone else or I was unhappy. Like, what's the point of that when there's so much to be happy about and so many things to be grateful for? So that experience really just slapped me with some much needed self-awareness and completely changed the way I showed up, my personality, the way I lived my life. And with friendships, I spent a lot of time. I mean, I've always been somebody who prefers to be alone much of the time. I'm definitely that type of person. But that experience was super isolating and I got much more comfortable being by myself and realized that that's all I really needed. Everything else was an addition. 
And so if anything was going to be an addition, I wasn't going to settle for any relationships in my life that were me giving, 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 and the other person only taking. I wanted everything to feel much more even. And with that energy shift, I attracted in amazing people into my life. And it was really all such a blessing and really freeing to just have this attitude of, nope, I'm not going to grad school. Nope, I'm changing my career path. I'm studying something else now. I'm letting go of this and that and focusing on this. And so many people in my life were just like, who are you? What are you doing? You're throwing away your life. You know, all that fear. And it was so freeing to not be to not be afraid because I had been in a situation where I felt fear every day of like, am I going to die today? I mean, I literally woke up every morning and asked myself that because that's where my body was at. And that's what my doctors told me. So when I lived my life in, in that fear every day for a while, when I got healthier, it just made everything else that I was afraid of before, like, oh my God, am I going to get the right job, move to the right place, meet the right people, all of this stuff. It just seemed so surface level and ridiculous. And I started to really see the world around me very differently, just seeing the things that people stressed out about and put so much emphasis on in terms of their happiness. It was just really hard for me to to resonate with a lot of people I had spent time with before. So that was like my first big experience that pushed me into full surrender, which forced me to give less of a shit. Also because I had spent so much time trying to make everyone happy. And then, you know, my, my health was falling apart. And then my reputation was just trashed. And I'm like, honestly, I don't really care because I don't have energy to deal with this. And it just showed me you can't control what other people are going to say about you because people, I mean, the thing was a lot, a lot of what was said was from people who were close to me who never talked to me directly. So, you know, they were just spinning their own, their own stories. And I just didn't have the energy to care. Like, whatever. So that whole experience pushed me into not giving shit as much. And then as time went on, I experienced different levels of this. I got much more into the content creation space and a number of levels myself and different jobs I had and was immersed in this world where everybody judges each other and people leave these horrible comments and say these awful things. And I was just seeing this all around me. The people who I didn't really think were saying anything controversial were being nice, you know, just <laughs> saying, uh, saying whatever they wanted. I mean, I remember I worked for this fashion PR company and we had to just like post outfits and they were literally just dresses on the hanger to social media and the messages people would leave. I mean, I don't, I, I, I guess I was just really confused how that, how that was so controversial um, and how that was really offending people. This is just a whole other thing, but it's like just simple experiences like that just show you 
you know, we can put so much energy into wanting to please people and you just can't control how other people are going to perceive things, how they're going to feel. And you, you can't be responsible for that. All you can be responsible for are your own intentions, your own actions, the energy from which you do and say the things you do and how someone else reacts. I mean, we can't control other people. So spending so much energy trying to control how other people feel about us is a huge energy drain. And then suddenly your whole life can become centered around everybody else, right? You're so worried what everybody else thinks about about you that you're not happy anymore. And then what's the point? We're here to to be happy, to learn how to be happy, to allow ourselves to be happy. So if your happiness depends on someone outside of you, it's just giving your power away. I think anyone who knows me knows I'm obsessed with Organifi green juice. Like I have probably 20 containers. So I'm stocked up. I have my own Organifi drawer. I'm pretty much drinking Organifi all day long. And green juice is one of my favorite things to drink in the morning because it's really great for naturally detoxifying the body and boosting your energy naturally. It's super refreshing. It tastes like this delicious minty green juice. And I put a scoop of it in a glass with nut milk and then some water. And it tastes like this. It's kind of like milkshakey. So I get this nice boost of energy in the morning and I just feel so good immediately. And it has a ton of the superfoods that I naturally want to get in. And I used to feel like I had to make a smoothie to add in all of these ingredients. So I love that it is all in one superfood powder. So there is Moringa, which is amazing for improving skin health, naturally boosting energy. I got into Moringa a couple of years ago when Darren Oline came on the show the first time and was just singing its praises. Organifi's Green Juice also has ashwagandha, which is an adaptogen, which is great for naturally rebalancing hormone levels in your body. And I need that when I wake up because my cortisol is naturally high. So I have been taking ashwagandha for a while to balance out my hormones. And I used to take it in a capsule and it wasn't really actually getting absorbed that well. And now I don't take that. I, I just get it from my Organifi. And it also contains chlorella and spirulina, which I make sure to get every single day if I can multiple times. Team algae over here. A lot of things are called superfoods that aren't really in algae for sure. Big superfood. Green juice also contains beets, turmeric, mint, wheatgrass, lemon, and coconut water. Basically all of the things that I talk about in my Nutrition for Intuition podcast. And I joke that this is my intuition juice because it contains all of the ingredients I want to get in every single day to help decalcify my pineal gland and just keep my body detoxing and my channel really open and giving me that natural energy. So yeah, I'm obsessed with green juice. And then I usually have red juice later in the afternoon. People ask me all the time, do you drink red juice? Yes, I love red juice. It is like a healthy fruit punch with different herbs, fruits, medicinal mushrooms to help naturally raise your energy levels. So I love that for an afternoon pick me up and I just mix it with water. It has only one gram of sugar per serving, no caffeine necessary. It has amazing ingredients like beets, acai, cordyceps for that natural energy, Siberian ginseng, and it tastes so good. I love this stuff. And we already know my favorite nightcap is Organifi Gold. Chocolate gold is my true love but I ration it out because I also love regular gold. It's like golden milk, but better with extra ingredients to help calm the body down, help relax you, get you into that wind down mode with the organic reishi, the magnesium and other ingredients. So, so delicious. And personally, if I'm drinking chocolate gold, I just mix it with hot water 
so good. Oh my God. And if I'm drinking regular gold, I add a little bit of nut milk in there. So if you want to try out any of those products from Organifi or any others, I literally use their whole line. I'm an Organifi super fan, like big time. Just head to Organifi.com to check out everything they offer. It's spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. And you can use my code CTC for 15% off. So just go to Organifi.com slash CTC, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC for 15% off. So the pattern I have noticed over the last few years is that wherever there has been an area of my life where I do give a shit what other people think, if I'm being honest, I get fully forced into surrender. I get fully forced into surrender and the more I try and shift things or change things so that other people like it and I'm looking for that outside validation, I get in a worse situation. It's an ego death. And this is something that I've experienced again and again in different ways because like I said, sometimes there are certain areas of our lives that we really do deep down want other people to approve of. And then there are other areas of our of our lives where maybe we don't really care as much. I think dating is a great example of this because most people, when they're dating, the reason why they have such a hard time is because they care so much if the other person likes them. Like from the get-go, the energy going into it is, oh my gosh, I really hope this person likes me. And then people shift their energy to try and be more attractive to the other person. And then they're not even putting out their real energy. They're not fully being themselves and then just snowballs. And it usually doesn't work out or people get themselves in the situation where they've worked so hard to get somebody to like them. And that person isn't even a great person for them. It can just get really messy. Or I see a lot of people who maybe they really don't care what their coworkers think or what their friends think, but they really, really want their family's validation or vice versa. They really don't care what their parents think, but they are desperate for their coworkers' approval. So it can come out in many ways. But the main thing is this goes back to the ego death. You can go back and listen to my episode on ego deaths because it is when your ego is so attached to it of, I really do want this validation. I want other people to like me in this area of my life, to approve of this, that we get forced into full surrender. And I've seen this with myself again and again in the last few years where there are areas where I was like, wow, I didn't even realize how much I actually did care what people thought. And what ends up happening is I get just pushed so far into the surrender, so far into the I'm not getting the validation and I have to really sit with it. People don't like this. I feel torn down, whatever it is. And I get to that place, the place I was afraid of. And then I just throw my hands up and I'm like, I don't even care anymore. I don't even care anymore because I was trying so hard and it still isn't working. (laughs) So I just don't even give a shit anymore. And then I finally actually feel this. And that's the thing. I know for myself, and I've seen this with a lot of clients, that sometimes we say we don't, we don't really care. We don't really care what people think about X, Y, Z, but energetically, we're still attached. And what I've learned is I either fully 
break free ahead of time. And before I get pulled down into whatever hole I get pulled down into, I fully release the need for anybody else to approve. And I really, truly mean that with all of my being, which many people lie to themselves about. Let's just be honest. (laughs) I have done that many times, but I've gotten much better at being honest with myself because I've learned that if I'm not and I don't break free ahead of time, I get forced into the surrender. I get forced into the not giving a shit and truly feeling that, truly, truly energetically feeling that to the core of my being. And then I feel free. And it's like those moments where you feel like you're going through an ego death, like you're so pushed down are the moments that are so liberating so often because it's that feeling of, you know, in whatever context of your life or maybe your life overall, it's that feeling of I have nothing left. Like <laughs> I'm out. I'm I'm crumbled on the floor. Like there's nothing else to take. So I don't give a shit anymore. I'm doing what I want. And this is so relevant at this time because we are really shifting our way of being, our way of seeing the world, our way of living our lives. And really stepping into people actually living their purpose. And in a world where everyone is living their purpose, that would mean needing to release any potential judgment from other people, but also be shifting into a place where people are releasing judgment (laughs) for others. But as as we as we shift the thing is so many people are really realizing what they want to do who they want to be where they want to go these these shifts they want to make maybe it's a career shift or a change in a relationship or living in a different city and people feel so pulled to those changes like their heart is calling to them please make this shift but they're so afraid we can be so afraid What are other people going to think? Are people still going to like me? Are people still going to want to work with me? Are people still going to want to hang out with me? Am I going to lose all my money? Am I going to lose my health? Am I destroying everything I've built? What if no one else wants me? This is just spinning on fear. This is just a spiral of fear. And you know that's not who you really are. You know that being in that fear is not where you're meant to be, but that fear is there to teach you. If I'm afraid of what someone else is going to think, that's not the person for me. The people in my life who are truly my people, I've never been afraid of what they're going to think about me. And so many people want to not give a shit. And they're like, how? How do I just not care? I have this conversation so often. People love to ask, how do I do this? Well, what I'll tell you is if you are gifted the experience of being pushed into surrender, that is a pathway to not giving a shit. You don't have to experience that. You don't have to, right? <laughs> to to not give a shit. You can decide. You can make the decision to shift your energy and truly not let other people's opinions or judgments hold you back. You can decide that. For a lot of people, they have trouble doing that. But you absolutely can. You can break free from those chains. It's a decision. It's a decision to shift your energy. But what I what I know, what I've experienced again and again is where I don't make that shift, I get pushed into it and then I fully experience it. And there have been 
a number of things in my life in the last year that I was so nervous about. And (laughs) the universe just pushed me into having to surrender, like being in really dark places and different aspects of my life. And I just had to fully surrender and be like, I don't even care anymore. And fully, fully feel that. And it's freeing. And at the same time, for me, always being in alignment with with my mission, with my purpose. Like, why am I here? Okay, I know what I'm here to do. I know what I'm here to do. And so is all of this in alignment with me doing that? If this is in alignment with me doing that, then okay, I'm go I'm moving ahead. And I'm not gonna let other people's stories or fears stop me from being on the path to fulfill my mission in this lifetime. I don't care what Sally Sue has to say or what she thinks, right? This is bigger than than her opinion. The thing is that other people's approval is never actually going to truly fill you up. You're always going to keep wanting more. The thing that really fills you up is your own validation of yourself, is your own acknowledgement of your inherent worthiness. It's really all about your relationship with yourself like real self-love, what that really means. So this brings me into my list of five main things to think about. If you are feeling like you give way too many shits what other people think and you don't want to be held back by fear anymore. And the first is, number one, stop putting other people on a pedestal, (laughs) right? Because if you are going to value someone else's opinion, and isn't it interesting how so many people value literally strangers' opinions more than their own. If you're going to put somebody else's opinion above your own in importance, you're putting that person on a pedestal. And why are you putting anybody on a pedestal? That's you giving your power away. So start to notice, who do I put on a pedestal? Who do I think is better than me, knows better than me, does better than me? I wish I had realized sooner, which actually I'm grateful I Learn this early on in life because many people don't. There are so many people that I used to hold on a pedestal. There are so many people that I used to look up to that before I got into the into all of this, my my job, you know, people I, I hadn't met before that I would listen to on podcasts, read their books, read their blogs, idolize, and even actors and actresses who I loved so much. And then in In the last five years or so, I have met a lot of people and just seen the illusion shattered, realized that everyone has their own shit. Everyone has their own journey, their own lessons. It was like meeting people and just realizing, oh, you're a person just like me. You have struggles too. You have strengths and weaknesses. You have growth points. You're looking for more too. But the biggest thing that really stood out to me that actually gave me a lot of confidence, I'm just going to be honest, uh, was meeting a lot of people that I used to hold on a pedestal and realizing how insecure a lot of them were. And in that moment, realizing, wow, I had put this person on a pedestal and then I meet them and like they're still not happy with themselves or still so insecure. And I thought that them having the lives that they had of course, they would be so confident and secure and they had it all. But you realize that people are people and a lot of people that you might hold on a pedestal maybe aren't even that happy with themselves. And I'm just being honest, like when I first started realizing this, 
when I first started realizing this, it gave me a lot of confidence because I realized how much more secure I was than most of these people I had put on a pedestal before. We have to realize that we create illusions. Like we perceive people to be a certain way and we can really build people up. And then we compare ourselves to these people that we've built up in our heads and we don't even know what's what's really going on. We don't know these people personally. I mean, I think a classic example is the number of people who you think have like a booming business who actually don't really have much of one at all. Very common nowadays because you can create whatever illusion you want through social media. So the point is, notice who you're putting on a pedestal and really ask yourself why. Why are you putting them above you, valuing their opinion more than your own? Like really ask yourself why and why would that person's opinion be any more important than your own? And the thing is that so many people who have judgments and opinions like to just project their own stuff onto you. And so are we going to hold ourselves back and live in fear that somebody's going to project their own shit onto us? I mean, I don't I don't think it's a good reason to hold yourself back from from living your best life. You know what I mean? Quick question. Did you know that you can get text messages from me? I am about to give you my number and all you have to do is send a text so that I have your number and then you will receive regular quick text messages from me with daily downloads from my guides, manifestation tips, and other little messages that will brighten your day. So if you want to text me, here is my number, 205-883-8280. You can opt out anytime, but I don't think you will want to. So again, that number is 205-883-8280. I am so excited to get your text. So one, stop putting other people on a pedestal. Two, work on building your confidence, right? The more confidence you build in yourself, the less you give a shit if anyone has something mean to say because you're confident in who you are and what you're doing and why you're doing it. And knowing that you're coming from pure intentions, that you are in alignment and that this is about you, not anyone else. And so I know building confidence is a big topic. I've done at least one podcast on this before. And I really feel like not giving a shit about other people's opinions and being confident are are one and the same in many ways. If we're so worried about what other people have to say, it's it's a reflection of a point where we're not feeling as secure in ourselves. And so that is some of the deeper work to do, building confidence in that area. Which leads me to number three, which is reconnecting with your purpose, your mission. And I think this is connected very much because one of the main things that helps people build confidence is is connecting to their purpose. So, you know, what are you here to do? What makes you feel fulfilled? What actually fills you up? What actually makes you feel good? What what do you dream of? What do you want? What makes you happy? What makes you happy for yourself? How do you like to serve people? How do you like to share? What do you like to do? Something I have noticed that I I didn't I didn't realize before coaching so many people so in depth is a lot of people assume that everybody else wants the same things as them because they 
they want they want it so much that they just assume, well, yeah, this is like this is what I want. Doesn't everybody want that? <laughs> no, not everybody wants the same things as you. That's why that's why it's so great, right? The things that make you happy that you want, you have that desire because that's what you should go for. That is your intuition saying, hey, look over here. This this is fun for you. This feels like flow. This is easy for you. You're really good at this naturally. It makes you feel good. It is fulfilling. So ding, 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 go in this direction. And I find that whenever I get caught up in a fear cycle, you know, I'll have moments where I'm like, oh, but what about this? What if that person says that? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I am in alignment with my purpose. This is part of my mission. And as long as I am clear in that and clear in my intention to help, it's coming from a place of love. I'm moving forward. I'm in alignment with the mission. I mean, I can't control how other people are going to respond to that. It's not my job to be responsible for how they feel about it. And it's also wasting energy that I need to put toward fulfilling my mission, living my purpose. It's wasting energy to even care. And like when you feel so connected with your purpose, with your mission, that kind of stuff just feels so small in the grand scheme of things. Like you realize, oh, this is much bigger than any naysayer or negative comment. I'm not going to let one person throw me off my path. And I'm definitely not going to let anyone else take what makes me happy and fulfilled away from me. No, no way. If anyone's going to take that away from me, it's, it's going to be me. I'm going to have to do that. And if I'm letting somebody else do that, then I am doing that. So it's all about standing firm in your power. So uh, number three, reconnecting with your purpose. Number four is taking control of your reality and realizing that everyone is your mirror. Everyone is your teacher. So in a moment where somebody says something negative, perhaps, okay, what is that reflecting back to you? First, how did I just show up? What were my intentions? Was there anything I could have adjusted? Did I actually maybe come from a low frequency? It's important to check ourselves. If it's triggering us, okay, what is this reminding me of? When have I felt this way before? Who am I really seeking validation from? How is it making me feel? How is it pointing to my own insecurity or another wound that I need to heal? All of that is super valuable information that allows us to see exactly where our points of growth are. And then you can use that information to know where you need to go next on your own healing journey within yourself. And if it's not that, then it is, okay, this energy I'm receiving from someone else. What is it about me that's attracting that in? Am I showing up with that energy in a different part of my life? Have I not stood up for myself in another part of my life where I'm feeling that energy? Is my light shining a light on this other person's wounds and triggers? And are they projecting their own experience onto me? And that's a growth opportunity as well, because it's an example of how everyone has their own stuff, their own path, their own reality. It's not my job to take responsibility for it because we're feeling that there's a piece of us that feels like we're responsible for the way other people feel. And we're not. We're responsible for the way we feel, the way we show up. 
the way we act. And understanding all of this is a really important piece of taking control of your reality because then it's no longer, oh, this person is mean to me. This person did XYZ to me. This person's judging me and feeling like we're at the mercy of other people's opinions. It is, wow, everything in my reality is coming to me because I'm attracting it in for some reason. So what can I learn from this? And now suddenly every single thing can turn into a learning opportunity. Every single thing that feels like it tests us is an opportunity for us to step into our power and show ourselves what we can really do. So it is an opportunity to shift your perspective and see it as an opportunity to think, behave in an empowered way. And lastly, number five is to embrace the ego death. So if you are going through an ego death, you feel like you are just being pushed so hard into surrender. You feel like you're trying so hard to get someone's approval. And no matter what you do, they just have nothing but negative things to say about you. Then embrace, embrace the, the surrender. Because the longer you put it off, the longer you're going to live in the discomfort and the unhappiness of it. But if you just let yourself go fully into the discomfort, to go fully into the fear, to fully admit to yourself how you're feeling, what it feels like, what you really wanted, and just be like, screw it. Honestly, screw it. I'm done. I give up. The sooner you embrace the ego death and let yourself go into that full state of surrender, the sooner you'll be able to not give a shit anymore and release the need for anyone else's validation. And what's interesting is not always, but often when people actually release that energetic cord, when people actually detach and don't really care about other people's opinions anymore, it's pretty common for the person that you were trying so hard to get approval from to come back into your life and praise you or want to be there again. But at that point, you're like, "Mm, I don't really care anymore. (laughs) Realize that the situation is about something much bigger. It is it is the healing. It is the learning. It is the growing. It is the I'm being forced into surrender so that I can release all of this need for validation, for approval, and stop spending energy on people who aren't filling me up, who aren't treating me the way I want to be treated. And when I can stop spending energy there, I can instead spend energy attracting in people who are at the vibration that I want to be in, that I want to feel. And that is freeing. So if you are going through an ego death right now, I know they've just been coming up a lot. There's been a lot purged out from people's lives. And if you feel like you're just being forced into full surrender in any area of your life, I hope this was helpful. It's usually hard to see when you're in it because it's really uncomfortable. It's hard to see when you're in it that it is making you so much stronger and actually allowing you to release a lot of the things that have been holding you back for a long time. But it's going into that surrender that allows you to fully release those 
energetic cords. If this episode helped you and you enjoyed it, take a screenshot, share it on social media and tag me, Christina, the channel. And don't forget to leave a rating and review on iTunes. I know there are a lot of you that listen every single week and you haven't left a rating and review. Only takes a second and it really, really supports the show big time. So I really appreciate it. And if you send that in, take a screenshot of that review and send it into podcast at christinathechannel.com. You'll be entered into the giveaway to get a free card pull from me. So leave that rating and review if you haven't already. All right. Thanks again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode.